Welcome, fellow lighting nerds and friends, to another episode of The Light Files, the lighting industry's podcast. My name is Lisa Bartlett. Wonderful to speak with you again. I don't know about where you are, but where I am, it is a quite chilly January. (laughs) Um, uh, Well, I guess now it's afternoon, but um, a chilly January day. So I hope wherever you are, you're staying warm and cozy and um, yeah, and and not freezing to death where like I feel like I am. But um, I'm sure some of you who live much further north than I do would laugh at the conditions which I find cold. (laughs) But um, I used to live in the Midwest, but um, have not lived there for a very long time. And I'm very much not used to cold weather. (laughs) And I don't enjoy it. So anyway, I hope you're staying warm and everyone is um, healthy. I know um, I've just been in my part of the world. Also, we've been having a lot of COVID uh, outbreaks uh, with the current virus, and hopefully that's on the um, the downswing. But it it seems like for the whole two years, I know more people right now that have the virus actively than I ever knew um, in this whole time. So it's pretty crazy how close it's getting. Little little terrifying, um, but hopefully we're about to get over this hump and. Um, with no new variants on the horizon, I hope. Um, (laughs) And that said, I'm making the wisest decision by, uh, I will be getting on an airplane tomorrow and flying to Las Vegas for the Las Vegas market. Um, I'm pretty excited about this. I haven't been to Las Vegas for a few years now. Um, I'm going with a different buying eye than I would go to Dallas. Um, I'm also expecting to be way less distracted than I am in Dallas because, well, quite frankly, I'm not going to know that many people. (laughs) So I hope to be able to really focus um, with the salesperson uh, from my team who's coming with me on making some really great decor and accessory purchases for the store. Um, I've mentioned before, but we are doing pretty good with that uh, channel of revenue. Now, it's certainly not enough. Like our primary business is selling lighting and fans, but um, we are finding a good bit of success with these add-on sales um, from just small, well-priced home decor items. Uh, You know, mirrors have always been a staple of uh, lighting showrooms. So, Uh, mirrors, of course, but um, also a nice sized artwork at a great price. Um, You know, just home styling uh, options. And of course, this all works way better um, when in the store it's merchandised really well. Um, So I'm hoping to get some additional ideas for merchandising while I'm in uh, at, at the Vegas market and also to hopefully find some great pieces um, and a lot of them for the store. So, um, I'm really looking forward to that and seeing, um, how this works out for us, if it's successful or (laughs) creates a whole other, um, (laughs) set of issues that I haven't had before when just dealing with lighting and fans. So we'll see how this goes, but, um, I'm pretty excited about it and, um, could see this being a regular pattern for me, um, every winter, um, to go to these two markets back to back. So, What I mostly wanted to focus on today is um, 
the data that we need in showrooms when new product or any product is released to market. So I, if you're in the LSA, if you're a part of the group, you might've seen a post from me and others recently either lamenting or praising manufacturers um, who had um, all of their data ready on their new products and uploaded to the um, necessary uh, catalog sites, um, Exo Lights or Lights America, again, primarily. Um, <laughs> some had it and it was great and some didn't. And I just can't tell you how hard it is to sell a light fixture without a picture. It's, um, it's impossible. And I know oftentimes if I've brought that up, um, I'll be told that, well, the picture is available. It's on our manufacturer X's website. Um, and I just have to say that is a, um, big waste of time in the showroom, right? Like I've learned over the years of operating showroom, one of the biggest ways I make money is by being efficient as a sales team. So anything that drives down our efficiency, like having to navigate to 10 different websites to make a sale of one light fixture, it slows down the whole process and um, it might still result in a sale, but a sale that could have been start to finish taken 30 to 45 minutes takes an hour and a half just because we have to keep navigating to different websites to see product images. Um, and it's real frustrating and I strongly dislike it. I dislike anything that uh, makes my business inefficient <laughs> because there's so limited time, there's so limited resources. I don't have a big team. I don't have people... I don't have an entire staff just focused on data and images. I, I can't. It's me. <laughs> and I have 5 million other things to do in a day. So anything else, anything that makes that selling process inefficient drives me absolutely bananas. And I know I'm not alone in it. Um, I don't want to navigate to your website. I just want the information to be where it needs to be so that we can all be effective and great salespeople and great communicators and get things done in a timely manner so that we can move on to the next sale or move on to the next outreach. Maybe in that time, that hour and a half, somebody had to spend on one sale that should have taken half that time. Maybe we missed an opportunity to reach out to a new designer or a new builder, or we couldn't respond to that designer's email as quick as they wanted. And they decided to jump ship from my showroom and go try to purchase it directly. Like, all, all of those pressures matter. So when you make us inefficient by having insufficient data or a not effective data feed, you're it literally could be costing us all business. And that's what, not what anybody wants, um, in this industry who's listening to this podcast. So that's a big thing. I know the ALA has data standards for, um, sending whatever data files. Um, and I know these have been like vetted through committees and all of that. And I just haven't seen one of those data standard sheets for a long time. So I don't know if it's how regularly it's changed or updated or all of that. So I am just going to give you off the cuff 15 items for light fixtures and additional 10 items for fans that we need in our product feed yesterday. 
<laughs> we need this for all items. We need this for all new items. And um, for any new item, all of this should be done and uploaded to the XO and Lights America people into their data feeds before we go to market. So market started on um, January 5th this year. In my estimation, um, the, all of this product information should have been in the Monday data load from Lights America on January 3rd and same for XO. Um, they should have had the, the product information, you know, a month or so before that and all the images so they could get the data scrubbed and uploaded Monday of the week. We go to market to see all this new product. It's, it's online on our websites. We can start selling it immediately. As soon as I write a purchase order at market on Wednesday, the fifth, and that product is going on display in my showroom, uh, my people can start selling it and all is well with the world. <laughs> that is how we want it to go. So. Here's my 10 list of 10 for light fixtures. Um, Y'all comment on this one. Let me know anything I missed because I'm terrified I missed something very, very obvious. <laughs> so if I did, let me know. Um, and, and, you know, comment on this podcast so that we can get it all looped in. Um, because I think if you just jot these down manufacturers and make sure they're happening, um, it's going to make a world of difference and let's do it. Let's commit to doing it. Let's commit to being more efficient because there's so much inefficiency. We don't need to make it worse. We already have to deal with the public at large and all of their crazy whims. That's very inefficient. So things like this, we should be able to make efficient and make our industry better because of it. So some of these are pretty obvious, right? Um, I'm going to need a part number in the data feed. I'm going to need the manufacturer's name. I'm going to need the cost price of that light fixture. I'm going to need the IMAP price of the light fixture in this uh, Excel file data feed, however we want to think of it. I'm going to need the dimensions of this light fixture, all three dimensions, height, width, depth, or extension. Um, I'm going to need that every single time. Pictures. Let's talk about pictures. Of course, we're going to need pictures. I would like at least two for every light fixture. At a minimum, I want to see one of the picture, fixture on and another one of the fixture off. So yes, when we're doing cataloging, we should also apply power to the fixtures on and off. Um, oxygen lighting. I don't know if it's still there. I didn't, I should have taken the time to look before I recorded this, but oxygen lighting on their website used to have, um, a little toggle where you could click it and turn the light on. And I loved that button. <laughs> it didn't, um, you know, nothing else about the image changed. The light just went from off to on or on to off. And it, it was just such a fun little feature. And, um, I still love playing with it and I'm a lighting nerd. So I think I'm not the only one. Um, if there's an interesting detail on the fixture, I need an up close shot, whether it's a, a really unique canopy. There's not enough photos taken of canopies that have intricate detail on them and canopies that have excellent detail or backplates that have excellent detail that can really sell a light fixture. So, um, I can think of a few pieces that I have in my showroom. The fixture itself is gorgeous, wonderful, but the canopy really sells it, but there's no catalog images of the canopy. If you didn't see it on display in the store, you would never know. And if it's a fixture I didn't bring in for display and we're trying to sell out of a catalog, we would never know the amazing detail. So go ahead and take some detailed zoomed in pictures of canopies. If there's great detail, if there's a nice, uh, finish detail, like zoom in on that. 
go ahead and send uh, send in the data feed uh, the finished sample image. Um, you know, no, there's not such a thing in the world that we live in as too many pictures, except for the fact it probably makes things a little cumbersome for data loading. Um, but generally, if we can get around that issue, the more images, the better. Um, a lifestyle shot, if there's a lifestyle. Um, if it's a wall fixture and it can hang up and down, um, a picture of the fixture down, a picture of the fixture up just to make sure that that's really clear to the end user. Um, I think that was all of my list, but um, I've gone on for a minute about pictures. So I think we can tell that pictures are important. <laughs> Detail in the pictures is important. The wide view, the up close view, uh, anything that makes that light fixture particularly unique or interesting, we need to capture that and make sure it is uploaded with the rest of the information. Um, some, you know, not exciting details, but incredibly important ones for selling. Um, and depending on how you're doing most of your selling, whether it's drop ships or if you're selling on e-commerce, these things can be extra important. Um, I need to know how that product ships. Is it small parcel or is it Freightline? I need to know the dimensions um, of the fixture, which I already talked about, but I also need to know the dimensions of the fixture box and the weight of the fixture box. So, you know, whatever the package it's in, I want the dimensions of that box, whether it's freight line or a small parcel, and I need the weight of that box with all the packing material. I personally don't find much of a need hardly ever for the weight of the fixture itself. Um, maybe just a flag if the fixture is over 50 pounds or something, but generally I'm rarely asked for the weight of the actual light fixture, um, but I do ship light fixtures and the weight of the box with the packing material and the shipping size is incredibly important. Um, lamping of the light fixture, uh, of course. Um, finish and glass information or fabric information. Um, I listed that as two separate, um, you know, data field data points. Um, so probably they could be combined or sometimes there's no glass, but whatever the information is on the shade, the materials in the shade, the materials in the glass, the kind of glass, the finish itself, um, that's all very, very important, as is the rating of the fixture. Is it wet rated? Is it damp rated? Is it dry rated? Very important. Materials. I often feel that this data point is not used enough and it really matters, especially where I live. Um, I want to know if the fixture is made of steel, if it's made of aluminum, if it's made of glass, if it's made of ceramic, if it's made of a composite, whatever it is. I want to know. Um, I don't want to sell many steel light fixtures here on the coast in South Georgia. It's not going to work out well for any of us. Um, I would like it to be clear if a fixture is solid brass. I want it to be clear if a fixture is solid copper. Um, there just needs to be more emphasis given on some of these details. Like, the finish and glass, like that's usually pretty well covered, but tell me more about the material of the light fixture and what it's really made of. Um, and that really helps me. And so my last two for light fixtures is, uh, I'm going to need the general category in the data feed. Is it a vanity light? Is, is it a sconce? Is it a semi-flesh? Is it whatever it is, the general category of the light fixture, a chandelier, a pendant. And then I want, um, a general note on the style of the fixture. So whether it is um, 
I don't need to refine, right? Like I don't want anybody, because some of this is subjective, right? Like what I say the style of a fixture is, isn't what somebody else is going to say. And we all know this working in the showroom because you'll get a customer that comes in and says they want like French country. I want French country look. And you say, okay. And you show them a few things that in your mind are French country. And they say, no, no, no. That's just not right. That's not what I want at all. And then they walk around to the showroom, you know, so you'll invite them to walk around the showroom. Okay, just point out what you like. (laughs) And then eventually they point out something that I would call, you know, like transitional (laughs) and not French country at all. So it can be so subjective. So I would like a little bit of a style designation, but very, very broad. I want a transitional, traditional, contemporary, a modern, like that's it. I don't need a lot of refined detail. Um, If I'm doing a lot of e-commerce, I'll add those characteristics on, in my opinion. But I don't need a ton of that given um, from the manufacturer because, again, it's subjective. So those were my 15 things for light fixtures. There's a test on this later. No, hopefully you wrote it all down (laughs) and we're all in agreement on that. So here up next are the 10 additional for fans. So fans, everything I just said, you've got extra work. You've got a little extra homework if you're selling uh, fans. Um, And selling fans is, you know, a little bit of a bigger job as uh, I've been reminded more than once. A ceiling fan is basically an appliance Um, It's just a little different than light fixtures. So ceiling fans, we have the 15 items I just mentioned. And then here's the 10 more that I want in my data feed. I want it to be very clear if the fan is a Unipack fan or if it is sold in individual pieces, a custom fan, as it were, Um, motor, blades, light kit, everything separate, or is it a Unipack all, all in one? I need to know, of course, the CFM of the fan and the efficiency ratings. I need to know the length of the down rod that is included with the fan. Four inches, four and a half, six inches, whatever it is. I want to know if the motor is AC or DC because this matters so much more now. Um, DC motors are really more prevalent. They also have a whole different set of issues. Um, It can be, depending on the customer, you know that you either have to sell them an AC or DC motor. Some people are not DC motor compatible. And I don't want to show them fans that when they get into their home are only going to frustrate them. So AC or DC, I need to know the control info, pull chain, wall control, handheld control, any combination of the above. The light kit information, whether the light kit is included or separate. And then of course the specs on the light kit itself. I want to know the number of speeds on the motor and I want to know if the motor reverses. Is it three speed, six speed, non-reversible, reversible? How does it reverse? Does it reverse on the remote or is it a switch on the uh, motor itself? Um, I want to know the blade pitch. I want to know the number of blades. Now, number of blades is a tricky thing because if you've done everything that we talked about before with all the product images, it's pretty clear how many blades the ceiling fan has. Here's why I want the number of blades in a separate column in the spreadsheet of all this data because I want to be able to search on number of blades. So 
if we can just input that in <laughs> rather than have somebody to go back in later and, and visually look at all the pictures and say that one's three, that one's five, that one's four, whatever. If we can just have a column that's number of blades and then in my database searches, I'm going to use that number of blades to filter out fans that I want to show customers or don't want to show customers um, for whatever reason, of course, you know, the really multi-bladed fans, like I think anything over five blades could just be in a, in a, you know, six blade or more category. Like if it's got 10 blades, I'm not going to be searching for fans with 10 blades, but we could do a, a six or more blades. But I definitely have people that only want to see fans with five blades. I definitely have people that only want to see fans with three blades and they don't want to look at anything else. And going back to that efficiency thing, it's a real waste of time to have them scroll through a bunch of results of fans and half of them are four or five blade fans that they don't even want to see. So being able to search quickly on the number of blades of a fan is actually stupidly important <laughs> and something that we need to be doing. The last one for fans is warranty information. Now, I don't need a whole um, catalog written out of warranty information on every single fan listing, but what would be great is if the link to the manufacturer's warranty for that fan was right there hyperlinked that when we went to the warranty tab on our website, um, that it linked right to the manufacturer's webpage and gave really clear warranty information um, owing to the fact that fans are appliances, um, it often gets asked uh, what the warranty is on a fan. And it's super helpful if you can just push a button and it takes you right to that manufacturer's warranty information. Um, it makes all the difference in the world sometimes in selling a fan. So there you go. That's the, um, that is the data that I want to see. And I want to see it Every time there's new product introduced, I want definitely want to see it before we go to markets in January and June or whenever the markets happen to be. Um, if new product is launching in High Point, I want all this before that as well. <laughs> Just a small request. Um, let me know what y'all think. Did I miss something major? Because I'm kind of terrified I did. Um, did I have something on my list that you don't think is actually that important? Um, let me know, definitely, at Light Files on Instagram or send me an email. Uh, thank y'all so much. I'm hoping to get a nice interview recorded in Las Vegas, and I look forward to having that for you next week. Everyone, take care.